You're listening to episode 26 of the Social Strategy Mum podcast, and today I have the pleasure of introducing you to Amanda from Happy Home Solutions. Considering we've got more kids at home and more crazy going on, we're going to be talking about home organizing and how you can get ahead right now. Welcome to the Social Strategy Mum podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Partridge, and this is our time to talk all things social media for mums in business. Let's grow your impact and your income whilst juggling the reality of mum life. Ready to get into it? Let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to what is going to be episode 26 of the Social Strategy Mum podcast and live show. I'm super excited to introduce you to Amanda from Happy Home Solutions. (laughs) So we are going to chat about, well, today's theme is that being organized is actually a choice rather than a personality trait. And I know that Amanda's got some amazing tips and stories to share with us. So Amanda, why don't we start out with what's your story? How did you end up in this space? Okay. (laughs) <laughs> it's a bit of a long one, so bear with me. I, um, I guess I started, I've always lived an organised life and I figured I actually was an organised person. And um, it wasn't until I had children and went back to work that I realised that I'm actually not organised at all. And I've been living this, this lifestyle that I thought I was good at, but wasn't particularly. So I have parents who are super organised. My mum is OCD. All, my, all the women in my, house, in my family, they love housework. I grew up watching women love being, you know, homemakers. And I figured that's going to be me too because I learnt all of that as a child. Uh, then I joined the military, which is very organised and filled with routine. And I married the most organised person I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been my world. This has been my absolute world. And I thought I had it all together. And I did. My house was tidy and clean and I, I enjoy a tidy home. I enjoy the feeling of living in a tidy home. I don't enjoy the housework so much, but I love that feeling. So that's really where I kind of come from and want to sort of create that happy home for my family. Anyway, I had children. Um, I had two boys in quick succession, wasn't planned. And um, I ended up working full time, going back to work. And my boys also have special needs, which was an unexpected um, thing that happened when, when they came along as well. And I found myself struggling. And I found myself really struggling to the point where I just wanted to run. I figured my kids are actually better off without me because I'm not, I am, a, I'm losing my shit. I'm a crazy person. I'm, you know, I, I can't do the juggle. And I'm, I'm, I was seeing other women doing it easier. I'm working with women who are all mothers, like a lot of them are mothers and they were doing it like effortlessly, like it seemed. And here I was struggling, like really struggling. And it got to the point where one day having those thoughts of running away, feeling guilty about that. And then one night in the shower, I just kind of collapsed sobbed my eyes out. I was there for about 20 minutes. Collapsed to the floor, which I never, ever do in the shower. And I just had this thought in my head of, I've got to make it easier. I've got to do it differently. I can't keep doing the same thing, expecting a different result. My kids deserve better. I deserve better. And I want my life to be a good one. So whoever's listening out there, and I put it to the universe, I went, please show me, guide me, help me. What am I to do? And it's so interesting because when that moment happened, because I'd been struggling for many, many months, I had people telling me, you need antidepressants, dear. Off to the doctor, go and get that sorted. 
I went, it's not my, it's not my brain. It's more circumstances that were the, the problem. And I couldn't change my circumstances. I was in the military working full time. My husband was also in the military. He traveled a lot. So I didn't have, he wasn't here a lot. I had no one in location family wise to support mm. me. I just had to get up and get on with it. And so I started to think differently. And it's so empowering when you start to ask those questions. And this is where, this is where life really changed for me. I went from feeling sorry for myself, going, oh my God, I, you know, I shouldn't, I'm not, I'm not cut out to do this. And I'm not like, I'm a diff, I'm, I'm not a typical female in the regards to having all those maternal instincts and all that desire to clean and tidy all day. That's not me. Um, I'm in the military, so I have a very different mindset. But I love my family and I wanted that happiness that I had growing up in, in my childhood home. So I started to look at things differently. I started looking the way I uh, organised meals and doing the grocery shopping. Back then we didn't have online shopping. I had to take the kids with me to the shopping centre to get groceries on a Friday afternoon. My two-year-old two at the time, he has ADHD. He was a maniac in the supermarket every week. These are things I had to deal with but I wanted to do it in a way that was easy and effortless because mm. I couldn't change that. I couldn't, you know, he is who he is and I just had to kind of work with it. And I just started creating these very simple ways of making everything easier. And it's simply by asking that question, how can I do this better? What can I do that will make my life easier? From the way I hang my laundry out to how many loads I do to how I combine my loads, all of it. Um, and bit by bit, those little tweaks made the biggest difference. And I got to a point where I didn't do any housework on weekends anymore. I got so efficient at keeping everything running during the week, working full time, juggling these kids, that I got my weekends back. That we could go camping as a family on weekends. I, you know, and I didn't expect it to be that that good. Like I was struggling. I went, how can I do it better? And the result was phenomenal. <laughs> and then I didn't even realise what I did. I think for a long time. Uh, it wasn't until years later that people would comment on how tidy my house was and how easy everything seems to be. And I'm like but you don't get it. I'm a complete scatterbrain. This isn't me. This is just my husband. I'm just, and I didn't even realize that I had developed this skill because my personality has not changed. I still wake up and would rather do anything but the housework, but I choose on a daily basis to, to step up and do these things because it makes my life and my family's life easier and happier. And that's where the joy comes for me. <laughs> so that's my story. <laughs> I love In it. In a nutshell. Yeah. I totally love it. So really you embody this whole idea of making a choice to be organized. Absolutely. Yeah. I still, you know, when my husband will go away for a weekend, maybe I will still leave my stuff around. Like I like just to throw things here and there. That's me. That's me. <laughs> um, but I can't do that often because if I do it, then my children start doing it. They follow what we do. We are the role models for them. And especially my two boys who I noticed very early on, even though I became really good at this, they also struggled in certain elements when they got to school because it, the way they think is very different. And I would look for the, the, melt, like the meltdowns. I wouldn't sort of get angry. I'd go, okay, what's happening here? Why is he struggling with that? Because I think this is easy and I'd have to tweak it again. So not only did I tweak it to help myself, but I had to start helping my children. And my second son, he, uh, he's very inattentive, very forgetful and very daydreamy. And so I wanted to build confidence up in him rather than him feel like a failure every time he forgot to put shoes on, which happened a couple of times. <laughs> got to school and didn't have shoes on his feet. And I went, okay, what can I do to help support him? Um, feel good about himself because he has that tendency, but we can work with that. I just need to make it easier for him. So I, I continued that, that pattern of tweaking and changing to suit 
and accommodate my family. And in turn, I learned so many skills, it's kind of ridiculous. I now work with clients with special needs and I get them so, I, I, like I get them on such a level because I think just like them. I get how they feel comfortable in a tidy space, but they're not sure how to do it. And that's where I come in and just weave my magic and go, do this and do that. And they're like, oh my God. Because the biggest issue I think a lot of families have is one of the parents will have their way of organising, but it doesn't make sense to the, to the rest of the family. And there can be um, frustration between partners often because um, one partner's expectation is this and the other partner may be a little bit more lazy, a little bit more forgetful. And then that frustration kind of comes to, into play. Whereas I help families connect with the personalities of everyone in the home and go, okay, let's, let's not get cranky at each other, but understand that we have these tendencies and work with those because I know what I'm like. And even with all the training and all the work I've done in this, I'm still me. I haven't changed. <laughs> I haven't become just naturally organised. It hasn't, I thought it would, but it never actually happened that way. It's like, I'm now making a choice because it's a better way to live. I've been in the crap. I know how shit it is. I don't want my kids to, I don't want my kids to struggle when they leave home. And because my boys especially have these tendencies, I've got three kids, my daughter, She's funny, like she picks up everything really quickly, but the boys especially struggled. And I went, I want them to be happy, confident adults who become partners, who support their partners, not become a burden. And so we had these conversations about why it's not okay that they do this and do that. And the, we create boundaries in our home so it works for everybody and just makes everyone happier. <laughs> Ultimately, I love it. Yeah. I totally love it. This is so good. So I would have to say that I definitely identify on the disorganized side of the spectrum <laughs> for sure. Um, I have a partner who is definitely on the very organized, like just naturally organized. And that does create some interesting conversations. Yeah. Um, but I totally agree with you that kids, they absorb like sponges what goes on around them and living in a state of chaos is not, is not a great place for them to be. So I definitely ag agree with you on that one. I find this so interesting that it's the little things that make the difference. So can you give us a couple of little things that are, the jumping off points or like, where do you get started from? Whether it was for you or it might be for clients. Look, laundry is a, laundry is a, often a big issue. And um, so I, I do work with the clutter side of things, but my real focus and love is the routine because um, as a kid, I just remember feeling so supported having a solid routine in our home. Dinner time was always at the same time. I never had to think about food. Like my life was pretty good as a kid. Dinner was just on the table every night at five o'clock. You know, no exception. Because my mum has OCD, that's why that worked. But I do the same thing in my home because I don't want my children reaching for snacks close to dinner time because they don't know what time we're going to eat. I, yeah. Those sorts of things I find important, especially in you know the modern world where we're rushing all the time. So my kids know breakfast is this time, lunch and dinner. Um, and that creates a level of certainty for our kids and takes, it, takes away a little bit of not stress, but they don't have to think about it. They can just play. They can just be themselves. So, sorry, back on the laundry. The big thing I find with laundry is we're all washing way too much. <laughs> we're all we're okay. Always, we're all just washing what we put in the washing basket. And I had to get really. Uh, isn't that what we're supposed to do? Well, we are. Except when I looked at all of this, and this is the thing, I have looked at every household chore and gone, how can I make this easier and do it less? Because I don't really want to have to spend any more time I need to doing it. And laundry was a big one. 
Um, and I learned this from my mum too, because she was a bit this way. And I think we've lost this over the years. We have more clothing than ever before. We tend to change our clothes way more than we ever did. And what we're not doing now is we're not actually looking at what's dirty and what's not. We're wearing something and we're taking it off and throwing it in the wash. What we have forgotten, I think, is the importance of what underwear is for. Like underwear is actually to help get more use out of our outerwear because it protects <laughs> the outerwear from getting dirty in certain elements. Um, and so I started looking at this going, okay, if I could get my kids to wear their shorts two days instead of just one day, that's less washing. I started doing that with all the items that they would wear. And when the boys are very young, because they're not smelly and sweaty, they're just little boys, yeah. I go, okay, that school shirt's not even dirty. Oh, I'll see if I can get another day out of that. So I started playing that, that, that game. And then I noticed my husband, who's very tidy and neat, and he loves everything to be clean. He, again, would also throw things in the wash that he'd worn for like two hours. And I started questioning it going, hang on a second, you had it on for two hours. There's no stains. It doesn't smell. Why is it in the wash? And just by doing that bit by bit, just being aware of what we're doing starts mm. to change things. He then all of a sudden went, you know what? You're right. And he would fold it up and put it back in the cupboard or hang it up or whatever, um, which is a lot easier than us having to wash everything that gets put into the, into the laundry, all those loads. The quantity is really overwhelming. But mm. the other thing I do in my family is I don't overwhelm my family with lots of clothing. My children only have so many sets of shorts, only so many sets of T-shirts. I'm very mindful of the quantity so they don't have all these choices and just start throwing things in the wash randomly. But the other thing I love about laundry is um, I'm now also aware of if someone hasn't put a pair of underpants in the wash and it's been three days and there's only one pair for that child, I can see what's going on. I can, <laughs> I can see whether they're, and this is my little forgetful child, you know, hygiene for him, especially as he's gone into his teenage years. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you need to, Matthew, you need to change every day. What's going on, dude? No laziness, this is not okay. <laughs> Those sorts of things, because you're, you're teaching your kids life skills. So it's not just about the loads and the overwhelm that we have to deal with with the washing. It's also making sure that our children learn good habits and that they have good hygiene. And uh, yeah, it, it just makes everything easier just by thinking about it. I think that's the biggest problem. We don't think about laundry, we just do it. Whereas I want my clients to think about what you're doing because it, it, that's what changes everything. It really does. I love that. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I totally love that. That's yeah. Um, it's funny because I'm thinking it through now and I'm like, Hmm. Just start thinking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because as an adult, I wear my clothes like, like a couple of days like and I don't wash Yay! them unless they're dirty but <laughs> yeah. but I do tend to have this thing with the kids where you know maybe a couple of days but for uniforms and etc but pretty much everything else yeah it's probably going in the wash too often and, and I love what you say about having too much stuff yeah 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 I I, I like to study I like to watch people and I've done this with my kids I think my daughter especially who's very organized just like her dad became very overwhelmed with the quantity of clothes in her wardrobe. She had a lot of hand-me-downs, which I thought was great, but she couldn't choose what to wear. Like that was overwhelming for her. She's like, I don't know what to wear, like, because there's too, there's too many choices. So I look at those signs with kids as well and go, okay, some kids need less. If you've got a child who keeps changing four times a day, that's a really bad habit that's going to become even worse when they go into their teenage years because that's where they're getting their joy from, changing their clothes but that's not a healthy habit to have. We shouldn't need to put clothing on to feel good as children. It's a practical thing for them to play and feel comfortable. Yeah. I don't want them to focus on, oh, I need to wear this now and now I need to wear that. That's, that's leading into chaos 
in the later years. So for me, I'm always looking for those little bits of anxiety in my kids or where they're not, they're not handling something and going, okay, let's make your life easier because if I'm seeing that now, I know that's going to sort of increase as you get older if we don't deal with what's happening. And I want them to understand why they're feeling the way they do as well. So with my daughter, we had that conversation when she was about six. I went, okay, you don't need all these things. Let's just pull out your favourites and make it really easy. And she loved it. I mean, I actually wanted to, I actually wanted to keep all those extra things because, you know, having options to me was really fun because I didn't have that as a kid. But it's not about me. It's about supporting our kids and making their world a lot easier. Yeah, yeah I totally agree. So I've got one other question that came to me and you've talked a lot about routines and about yeah. how they're so important um, for it's really that consistency that that it builds for everyone in the family like yeah. the adults just as much as the children so I guess for the for the mums that are listening out there and they're going oh like we probably need a little bit more routine and for them they might be thinking also about trying to juggle business and work and kids and household and partner and all those things I think for a lot of us we know what we want that routine to be but there's uncertainty around how we make that change and how yeah. we get everybody else to buy into this idea of let's do things a little bit differently. So have you got any kind of tips for making those changes? When I work with clients, often we'll start with like a, a simple one-on-one -on -one session and we'll start with a few little tweaks. It could be laundry, it could be meal planning, it could be cleaning. So what tends to happen though, and we just talked about laundry, is that when I give a client some tips on that particular element that they're struggling with, they don't really have to say much. Their family will start to notice the difference. The kids, let's just talk about laundry, for example. If all of a sudden you go, okay, I'm going to create some boundaries on laundry. This is the way we're going to play. <laughs> I say play. We're going to, this is you know, the game of life. This is the way we're going to play. This is what I'd like you to do. And making it really easy for the kids. My, my kids have it so easy. They just take their clothes off. They've got a basket in their bedroom. That's all they have to do. I like having separate baskets because I can see each child and what they're doing and have those conversations with those kids. Um, when, you've, when you've got this, when, you, when you're sort of struggling with the overload and the overwhelm, when you start to make these little simple changes, everyone picks up on how much happier mum mm. generally is because the confidence comes back. You understand, you all of a sudden understand that, okay, if I just do this and this, although it doesn't feel like my natural way of doing it, if I just do this and this, everything's easier. I'm happier. And it's, it's a really quick transition from going from overwhelmed to I've got this. It's really, it's a massive confidence booster. And I think, I can't even imagine what it would have been like if I had never had those um, experiences as a child watching a mum who's very organised, although OCD, so she's over the top, hospital corners and all the rest. Yeah. <laughs> um, after experiencing that, I went, I don't know, I would be a complete mess if I hadn't have had that experience. Mm. So, um, yeah, it, it really is amazing how quickly you can make a change. So just by me saying to you today, and it'll be interesting when you do your next laundry load, how you start thinking about your laundry. Because remember, when you've got small children, they become big children. <laughs> the laundry loads get bigger yes. because the, the size of the clothing gets bigger. Um, but also, um, now I'm losing track. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you really don't have to do much in the way of telling your family they just see it happening you may introduce yeah. a couple of new little rules but it's not going to make it hard for the kids there could be a little bit of an adjustment or having a conversation if you've got a child who's doing something you don't agree with but for the most part they're just happier that you're happier mm. and it could be cooking meals it'd be meal planning um when you when someone in the family and it could be either parent if someone in the family just takes control and goes this is the way we're going to do it 
And when you explain it to your family, it's so logical. They can't even sort of go, I don't agree. It just yeah. doesn't, ha it just doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what's interesting too is I'll always say, I am not the, the answer for everything. I am constantly looking for ways again. If someone's got a better way of doing it, I want to know because I don't know what I know because of what I've learned from what I've trialed and what I've tested. And um, yeah, it's, did I answer your question? I think I went off, yeah. track, a little, I think I went off track a little bit. But no, yeah, you did. Super, it's super empowering. And I think when someone, when, when someone gets just that little taste of how much easier that little task is, okay. Because I've got way more things about laundry. It's not just about that. It's about, you know, the size of your loads and colour mixing and all the rest of it. There are so many different ways to do laundry. But the easiest, fastest way to get it dry is, you know, taking all the crap out uh, makes life very easy. And when it comes to routine, what is, what is so easy about housework is the fact that it is all routine. There are no surprises. We know that meals need to be made. We know that laundry needs to be done. We know that the floors need to be cleaned. There is no surprise here. It's not like, oh, my God, all of a sudden the floor is going to get super dirty for no reason. It's all very routine. So it's easy to plan it. Life is not routine. Life can be chaotic. Problems that come at us can be out of the blue. But the house and what goes on in the house is very routine. And when you just set up little simple systems to uh, help you with that, the rest of your life just flows a lot easier. Yeah, I totally agree. And, and you, you did totally answer my question because you focused on just making small changes. Small. Yeah. And understanding too, I say this to clients, understand you may feel resistant because we are such creatures of habit and we like to think that the way we were doing it was fine, but it's not working. And it's not about judgment. It's about what can you do to make life easier for yourself? And again, I asked the universe and I just would, you know, get these sparks of ideas. I go, give that a go. And I even laugh at my failures. Like, I'm a terrible cook. <laughs> I'm not a great cook. I'm not. But I do create um, family meals that my family love. And I thought after 20 years of cooking, it would be better. No, not necessarily. You know, like I've roasted a chicken upside down a couple of times. And I go, how do I do it twice? I don't know. But I make fun of it and go, you know what? I'm just going to do it better next time. Um, yeah, but not, be, not being hard on ourselves when it doesn't work or if we're frustrated. There's, there are different ways to do it. And all you have to do is ask. And I think for me, it's educating women saying that what we think is we should be able to do is kind of the wrong way to think about it like I felt like I was worthless as a mother because I had none of these traits naturally even though I had been exposed to them my whole life we can all do it it's just it's it is a choice once you know how it makes life so much easier I love that I actually I think that is a that is a perfect place to land this episode because Lots of mums feel like failures for a range of reasons, but I think all of us would like to be more organised and all of us can see little periods of organisation and how great it is and then it's how to build that in and, and keep that going and that's where the routine piece comes in. So yeah, thank you for that. Some awesome like tips and conversations about what it, like the reality of this whole juggling everything. I really, really appreciate that. Before we wind up, can you let people know where they can find you? Okay. Well, I hang out on Facebook um, under Amanda Meyer, dash Happy Home Solutions. Yeah. And I'm looking at doing workshops actually coming up. So that's, you know, if you're interested in doing something like that, I really want to play with the idea of doing all this online, especially with what's happening in the current um, climate. Everyone's working from home. You know, we're all sort of 
enclosing in on each other. But I've been looking yes. at my home actually during this period going, you know what, it's really not going to bother me that we're at home because, again, it's just a slight tweak to our routine and it just keeps flowing. Um, but, yeah, you can get there despite yourself if you learn how to do it the easy way. And there is a lot of that, a lot of easy things you can do. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So Facebook is the place to find Amanda. Yes. Um, it is definitely, yeah, times are changing and this is a perfectly timed episode because I think everyone feels like everything is pretty chaotic at the moment. And for some of us, some of our routines are going to change and we are going to need to simplify everything that we're trying to fit into our day, particularly if we're juggling more kids at home, more us at home, more everybody in small enclosed spaces. Yeah. So perfect timing. Thank you so much, Amanda, for giving us your time today. Thanks, Caroline. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Strategy Mum podcast. For more, make sure you hit subscribe and head to socialstrategymum.com. See you next week.